Hello, welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea, hot cocoa, coffee, or cold beverage, and join us as we delve into today's topic. How many of you remember the story of Stone Soup by Weston Studios, copyrighted in 1992? Stone Soup, an old French tale. Three soldiers trudged down a road in a strange country. They were on their way home from the wars. Besides being tired, they were hungry. In fact, they had eaten nothing for two days. How I would like a good dinner tonight, said the first, and a bed to sleep in, said the second. But that is impossible, said the third. We must march on. On they marched. Suddenly, ahead of them, they saw the lights of a village. Maybe we'll find a bite to eat there, said the first, and a loft to sleep in, said the second. No harm in asking, said the third. Now the peasants of that place feared strangers. When they heard that three soldiers were coming down the road, they talked among themselves. Here come three soldiers. Soldiers are always hungry. But we have little enough for ourselves. And they hurried to hide their food. They pushed sacks of barley under the hay in the lofts. They lowered buckets of milk down the wells. They spread old quilts over the carrot bins. They hid their cabbages and potatoes under the beds. They hung their meat in the cellars. They hid all they had to eat. Then they waited. The soldiers stopped first at the house of Paul and Francoise. Good evening to you, they said. Could you spare a bit of food for three hungry soldiers? We have had no food for ourselves for three days, said Paul. Francoise made a sad face. It has been a poor harvest. The three soldiers went on to the house of Albert and Louise. Could you spare a bit of food and have you some corner where we could sleep for the night? Oh, no, said Albert. We gave all we could spare to soldiers who came this way before you. Our beds are full, said Louise. At Vincent and Marie's, the answer was the same. It had been a poor harvest and all the grain must be kept for seed. So it went all through the village. Not a peasant had any food to give away. They all had good reasons. One family had used the grain for feed. Another had an old sick father to care for. All had too many mouths to fill. The villagers stood in the street and sighed. They looked as hungry as they could. The three soldiers talked together.
Then the first soldier called out, Good people! The peasants drew near. We are three hungry soldiers in a strange land. We have asked you for food, and you have no food. Well then, we'll have to make stone soup. The peasants stared. Stone soup. That would be something to know about. First, we'll need a large iron pot, the soldiers said. The peasants brought the largest pot they could find. How else to cook enough? That's none too large, said the soldiers, but it will do. And now, water to fill it and a fire to heat it. It took many buckets of water to fill the pot. A fire was built on the village square, and the pot was set to boil. And now, if you please, three round, smooth stones. Those were easy enough to find. The peasant's eyes grew round as they watched the soldiers drop the stones into the pot. Any soup needs salt and pepper, said the soldiers as they began to stir. Children ran to fetch salt and pepper. Stones like these generally make good soup. But, oh, if there were carrots, it would be much better. Why, I think I have a carrot or two, said Francoise. And off she ran. She came back with her apron full of carrots from the bin beneath the red quilt. A good stone soup should have cabbage, said the soldiers as they sliced the carrots into the pot. But no use asking for what you don't have. I think I could find a cabbage somewhere, said Marie, and she hurried home. Back she came with three cabbages from the cupboard under the bed. If we only had a bit of beef and a few potatoes, this soup would be good enough for a rich man's table. The peasants thought that over. They remembered their potatoes and the sides of beef hanging in the cellars. They ran to fetch them. A rich man's soup, and all from a few stones. It seemed like magic. Ah, sighed the soldiers as they stirred in the beef and potatoes. If we only had a little barley and a cup of milk, this soup would be fit for the king himself. Indeed, he asked for just such a soup when last he dined with us. The peasants looked at each other. The soldiers had entertained the king well. But no use asking for what you don't have, the soldiers sighed. The peasants brought their barley from the lofts. They brought their milk from the wells. The soldiers stirred the barley and milk into the steaming broth while the peasants stared. At last, the soup was ready. All of you shall taste, the soldiers said. But first... A table must be set. Great tables were placed in the square, and all around were lighted torches. Such a soup! How good it smelled, truly fit for a king. 
But then the peasants asked themselves, would not such a soup require bread and a roast and cider? Soon a banquet was spread and everyone sat down to eat. Never had there been such a feast. Never had the peasants tasted such soup. And fancy, made from stones. They ate and drank and ate and drank. And after that, they danced. soldiers asked, is there not a loft where we could sleep? Let three such wise and splendid gentlemen sleep in a loft? Indeed, they must have the best beds in the village. So the first soldier slept in the priest's house. The second soldier slept in the baker's house, and the third soldier slept in the mayor's house. In the morning, the whole village gathered in the square to give them a send-off. Many thanks for what you have taught us, the peasants said to the soldiers. We shall never go hungry now that we know how to make soup from stones. Oh. It's all in knowing how, said the soldiers, and off they went down the road. Such men don't grow on every bush. Now, this story was taken from the book by Marsha Brown and it was published by um, Weston Woods Studios in 1992. I love this story because it is really giving us an example of sharing. Many times, um, when teaching our children about sharing, we forget ourselves the importance of sharing. You know, many times we look to the rich, we look to the wealthy, and that's okay. Because, you know, the wealthy are blessed when they share. The scripture in First Timothy um, the 6th chapter, 17th verse in the New Living Translation says, Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Well, that is so true. However, 
let's not forget that those who are less fortunate should also put their trust in God, who richly gives us all that we need for our enjoyment. You know, sometimes coming together uh, and sharing and um, exercising our friendship or extending friendship is a blessing for us because what, you know, where we're falling short, when we get together with our friends and our neighbors, we come together and share with each other we have better results, you know. Um, in Luke, the third chapter and the 11th verse of the New Living Translation, John said, if you have two shirts, give one to the poor. And if you have food, share it with those who are hungry. Well, I may be uh, considered poor, but if I have a little bit more then my brother or my sister or my neighbor or my friend, let me share with them. And what they're short, if they're blessed with more, and I'm short in an area, let them share with me. When we all share, we don't go lacking. So if you have two coats, can you wear both of your coats at the same time? And your friend or your neighbor doesn't have a coat? You can't wear them both at the same time. So why not share one? And it says, and don't forget to do good and to share with those in need. These are sacrifices that please God. Hebrews 13th chapter, 16th verse in the New Living Translation. God is pleased when we share, when we sacrifice um, sometimes things that we need, you know, but like I said, if you need two coats and you can wear them both at the same time, well, I guess you don't need to share it. But if you have two coats and you can only wear one <laughs> at a time and your friend or your neighbor or your brother or your sister, uh, you know, they don't have a coat at all. Why not share? Why not Use your little bit of wealth to share with someone else, to be a blessing to someone else. You know, I love how this story um, unfolds, the stone soup. First, there was just water and stones, and then the children, <laughs> They're always leading us. They share the spices. Okay. So then it starts to catch on. And people's curiosity um, is getting a better hold of them. They, they're starting to get curious. How is this stone soup going to taste? Let me add what I have to the pot. Let me add what I have to the mix. And before long, they have a real good stew, a real good soup. And everyone can share in this soup. Well, now you start to find out that some people are a little bit more wealthy than the others. Some people are in a little bit better 
um, situation than some of their other neighbors because somebody brings out the bread so they had plenty of stuff to make bread oh wow and somebody else had a roast oh wow we're starting to see some real good food coming out now <laughs> you know and they set up the tables and they have what we used to call on Sundays potluck amen <laughs> stone soup we start to see the true wealth the true wealth it wasn't so much in the food but it was in the showing of love the brotherhood the friendship the sharing of what you had it was the attitude behind the sharing oh hallelujah i love this let me encourage you Sometimes you feel like you don't have enough, but maybe what you have is more than someone else. Rather than feeling boasted, or, or not boasted, but puffed up and proud, let us share. Let us show love. Let us trust in God for what we need and trust in God to, uh, and show that we're trusting in God by sharing with our neighbors that God is going to meet their need as well as our need. Let's, let's learn to band together as a community, as a people, as a family, uh, as a neighborhood and community. Let's begin to band together and share love, share um, what we have, and trust God to meet our needs. Amen. Well, I hope that you have been encouraged and enlightened. Join us here each week at 3 p.m. for Tea Time with Marcella.